What's weird? You're weird. All weird. It's all, all right. weird. Hi there. Hi. Welcome back to the Empty <laughs> Calories Podcast TV without nutritional value. I'm Clarkson. I'm Nicole. And you can follow this grand adventure on Twitter at calories underscore empty, Instagram empty underscore calories underscore podcast, and you can hit our links there. It takes you right to our Apple Podcast link where you can rate and review us. It doesn't take long, and it's free. Yep. You can do it. It's all it's free. Fine. Just get over yourselves and do it. Think about someone other than yourself for a chance. For Tell a chance. us you love us or yeah. hate us. I don't give a shit. I'll take or you're both. indifferent. Hey, whatever. We'll Attent- take it. I'll take all the attention. I'm just that kind of bitch. Also, if you want to drop us a line, you can email us at emptycaloriespodcast at gmail.com. Questions, concerns, topics, whatever. So, this round, we decided to go with, have you seen this? Shows on Netflix or Amazon, behind paywalls, Peacock, whatever, of not necessarily reality TV, but kind of reality adjacent. Like, true crime is very much kind of the OG of reality TV. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. And during the pandemic, like, all of that became... Yeah. It was almost like a rash of like, have you seen this? Yes. Because we were all captured audiences. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's how Tiger King oh, even God. happened. Without a, 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 a pandemic, I'm not sure that some weirdo with giant cats in Florida would have been quite the sensation it turned out to be. No. I think it would have still been a hit because it's so weird and, and captivating in its weirdness. I think it's still been a hit, but not... That there's plenty of things that end up being hits that you never hear about until somebody happens to bring it up. This was like a global. <laughs> have you seen Tiger King? Right, like it. It was global. Yeah. So those type of things. So especially during the pandemic, I feel like there's so much being pumped out. Oh yeah. And you may not have seen it, but right. we watch a lot of television. Oh yes, we do. <laughs> and 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 fear not, we're not going to talk about goddamn Tiger King. What no. we are going to talk about is the Tiger King that is Love is Blind 2. Oh, see, okay, there, that was another one that happened during exactly. the pandemic. Yep. Love is Blind 1. Yeah. And everybody was like, Love is Blind. Have you seen Love is Blind? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God, these people are so crazy. And it's like dating shows. That's nothing new. God, no. But a dating show where I'm going to sit in a pod and talk to someone through a wall. Right. And decide to marry them based on nothing but the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Their personalities. I was like, sign me up. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, this is a terrible idea to begin with. I mean, I, from the jump, it's a, it's a great idea for a show. It's and a it's terrible... A, it's a great premise. It's, it's a great premise for a show. It's a terrible idea in its um, willful naivete about human beings. Yes, should we be better people where we <laughs> just fall in love with the personality of someone? I don't know. Should we? I don't think we should. I don't mm-hmm. think that's who we are. Well, maybe. I mean, there's an argument for that. No, that's not. But, no. Those but, people are wrong. And yeah. They're crazy, insane. But human beings are not built that way. No. Like, biologically, evolutionarily speaking, you women types are going to look for someone that has all their shit in the right place. So that there's a good chance your kids will all have the shit in the right place. Yeah, that's biologically true. speaking, and yeah. and relatively strong, relatively relatively together and healthy enough to like 
provide for yourselves and for each other. Yeah. That's just facts. So yeah. if someone looks like a Picasso painting with all the right parts in all the wrong places, I don't give a fuck how dazzling the personality is. Hey, we can be great friends, Gleek Swap. <laughs> but anyway, Love is Blind is, fa- is a fantastic premise for reality TV because... And there's two seasons. Yeah, there's so if you seasons. haven't seen it, oh man, you can binge watch for days. Yes, you can. We did. We, we blew right through the first season. Yeah, uh, like in one day. Like in one day. Just, just consumed it with both hands. If, if So, here's the basic setup. They have like 10, 15 women, 10, 15 men. Everybody's switching out pods, you know. They're sitting there on a couch yeah. talking to someone. Of course, they have alcohol in the room with them to make everybody nice and lubricated. And there are and, fucking glasses. Uh, oh, God, there's a sponsored glass, apparently. Although, you know, you, you'd think they, there'd be like an advertisement for it somewhere. No. No. Like, all we see is these ugly, rose, like, gold and silver chalices. wine glasses from, like, the future. I it's know. literally like something yeah. from, like, Bananas 2, right? Like, oh, This is what the future wine glasses. Yes. Everyone's bald and wearing jumpsuits and drinking out of gold cups. Yes. And they're everywhere. They're, they're not they're everywhere. In, they're in the, uh, where they live. They're in the pods. When they get out of the pods, because I'm sure you've seen this. If you're listening to a reality show podcast, you've seen this show. Or enough to know that it's a thing. When they're having picnics. When they're in Mexico when they're on their Mexico honeymoon. On honey, anyway. honeymoon. Yeah, there they are. Those ugly, hideous glasses. All I can figure is the producer is a partner with somebody. <laughs> it's crap. But, but and like, they're, they're going to try to make... If it's know, cross-promotion, promote, promote it. Promote it, yeah. I don't where, where do they come from? <laughs> I don't know. They're trying to make, you know, fetch happen with these glasses in the hardest possible way. So then they're in these pods, they're drinking out of their dumb glasses, and yep. they decide, you know, I love you, I want to marry you. And so then when, when that decision's made, they're allowed to meet. Right. And so they meet each other, and some of the meetings are, oh, you're wonderful, you're... You're exactly how I thought you would turn out. And some of the meetings are... I'm so excited about your appearance when I'm supposed to not care about. Right. (laughs) And then some of them, you can tell there's some reluctance. But now, they've agreed to it. They're too embarrassed to kind of walk out on it now. Because, oh, that'll just make you look really, really shallow. And so they go through with it. Even though you know from jump they don't want to do this. Yeah. You can count on one hand, literally, one hand, the couples that see each other in a meeting are like, oh, okay, it'll work out. I mean, not work out like in the long term because of ups and downs. But I mean, I'm like, excited about like, my decision. Hey, my choice and your your physicality all match up to make okay with me, right? So then and they go on a little vacation together, get to know each other a little more. And then they get dumped into real life. Well, well, real-ish life. Real-ish life because they go to some apartment right. yeah. that isn't theirs. Right. I guess a neutral domicile. Right. So no one has home but, field advantage. Right. Nobody's like more comfortable than the other right. person. And they go stay in these condos. Yeah. To, to be, you know, cohabitating together. To further see, do we want to do this? Yeah. Well, that's where the rubber meets the road. In these. And last season, one couple 
uh, made it through. There may have been may have been more, but I can only remember that one couple. No, that, only you know, one that made it, and they yeah. seem to be happy. You know, you know, thriving and good for them. Whatever. Well, this season, you always wonder with these things: is it going to be as good as the first season? Is it going to have the same impact? Will they be able to find? Um, the right the, kind of the lightning in the bottle that they captured. The right kind of crazy. I'm not saying the world ain't running out of crazy weirdos to show up on reality TV. Obviously, just watch TLC if you doubt me. Um, but I am always curious. There's a part of me that goes, ah, I don't know if it's gonna be as good. It was. It was just as good. I and had doubts good, I mean, right at the beginning. It was so <coughs> so bananas. Some of the characters they found, in particular, rather than going into like a whole, you know, by the numbers, blow by blow of the show, if you've seen it, you know, the ones that stick out in this season are Shane, Shayna, and Shake. 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 We'll get to Shake. Oh, Jesus. So, Shane, Shane, I didn't realize, and maybe I'm just naive, uh, even though my, my, Experiences in my younger years would would say differently. Do people snort Adderall? You don't. Uh, probably. Do they smoke it and snort it? I don't know, but Shane wasn't that twitchy in the pod, dude. Not as. No, no, I agree with you. I agree. I don't know what happened. I don't know if his nerves took over. I, Maybe I don't it's know. a tick. Hey, man. Maybe it is a tick. I don't know, but he was Allegedly, so... in my opinion, allegedly, in my opinion, allegedly, in my opinion, you look high as fuck. Oh, God, he looks so high. And that was at the wedding. We really didn't see this this crazy tickness come out until the actual standing at the altar. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, his teeth must have been ground down to nubs by the end of that. He was ticking so bad, my phone blew up from my old Kinect back in the day, Spider. With the Black Widow tattoo on his neck. Dude, you seen this guy? <laughs> what do you, uh, you think he wants to buy? <laughs> uh, he's really, think he's holding? Think he's holding. <laughs> I'm holding. I got some good shit, man. This shit got a lot of walk. You have to call me up. Shane, you call Come on, brother. Let's roll. I can hear him right now. <laughs> because, man, I thought he was going to tick out of existence. He was going so fast. It was like the flash when he vibrates and he goes to another dimension. Yes. That's what we're talking about. He could go through a wall. That's how ticky this guy is. Yeah, he was hard to watch. So, Ticky McGee here snowed some, I can't remember her name. Kim? Natalie. Natalie. Perfectly nice girl. Perfectly pleasant. She got snowed by this goof. Um, And all they did was fight. All they did was fight. He kind of acted like a giant child. She seemed to be naive and, you know, I think she probably thought she had a project on her hands. Right. God help us all. I'm just glad that most of these people did not subject themselves to going any farther. Like, they were like, I don't think this is going to work. Right. Yeah. And to that credit of Shayna, she um, (laughs) initially wanted to be with Shane. Shane decided to go with Natalie. And then she decided to go with uh, Manbat. settled for Kyle. Kyle. Just because nice she wanted to be on the show. Nice guy. Looks a bit like a bad hybrid. You know. I'm just saying. Uh, you know. Yeah. He's a, not attractive. A, a little bit. 
And then she backed out because she knew she had done something wrong. She was like, this isn't going to work. And she used religion as as an excuse. Yeah, that was the whole thing. That was weird. It was the same thing with last year with What's-Her-Name. She got hung up on the age difference. Right, the age difference. And that was her her uh her that was her totem. get out of jail free she kept card. swinging that around at every possible you know argument every possible disagreement anything that looked you know well it's because you're so much younger than me right right so this was i'm Shane's. jessica and i'm 35 jessica that's right jessica jessica enjoyed those weird future glasses a lot yeah and i'll leave it at that yeah she drank a lot so shayna as we all know Squint, squinting Shayna, who is now a meme, and I love that she's a meme. Oh, I, love I love when it. you pick on something immediately, it. and the whole world's like, "Yes, yes, agreed, agreed." That should be a meme. And even she, <laughs> her response was, "I've squinted my whole life." Okay, <laughs> that's so doesn't what? make it not a weird tick. It's weird. It's weird. It's also weird that you were so fixated on Shane that you tried some sort of like. Mind voodoo to you know, try to get him to leave the other girl. Joan Collins dynasty way of trying to, you know, I want to seduce and manipulate the situation in the most ham-fisted sort of way. But Jessica tried to do that too last I season. I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you should have picked me. My vocal fry is a siren song to you. I'm 35. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Shayna tried her best. Didn't work out. Um, somehow that all broke by the time we get to the uh, reunion, I guess they're calling it. Mm-hmm. I was getting confused. Tell all reunions. It's too much. When they finally get to that, apparently the spell's broken and Shayna's over. <laughs> Shane. Oh, well, yeah. She showed up and she saw Ticky McGee and was like, um, Yeah, as he twists into himself with his Never mind. Hair. Yeah. We're good. But that's fine. That's great. The king motherfucker of this whole operation. Is a guy named Shake. He calls himself Shake. Yeah. He, who's Indian by descent, yeah. he comes in just lead douchebag in oh the douchebag choir yeah, yeah. and says so many offensive things <laughs> to almost every girl. Every yeah. girl hates him. Yeah. It's like a montage of hatred. The first one he leads with is um, he's trying to discern whether this girl's heavy or not. Uh-huh. He's like, well, could I carry you on my shoulders or something? I'm paraphrasing. Something yeah. like that, right? He's trying to find... And she's like, are you trying to find out if I'm fat? <laughs> it's the most... And it just goes downhill from there. But I'm glad she called him out of on course, it. I mean, it's like, are you trying to discern if I'm fat or not? Fucker. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> I mean, it is just... It's you know, my response, I would be happy to crush your tiny head in my thighs. Right. Asshole. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Does your, is, you, is your frame small enough that I will be able to crush your head with my thighs? Uh, answer is yes, because little, it little wasn't fella. like this was like a mighty fella. Oh, no, no. He's a slight dude. He may yeah. be a little and, tall. And quite cool. honestly, he, I believe because he's a slight dude, he feels, uh, he was trying to compensate for oh, that yeah. by being a douchebag. He's one of those people that thinks being a douchebag is like hilarious. It's hilarious, man. It's my personality. He's also probably the dude at the gym with the with the imaginary lat syndrome. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, His thing was that he only dated white women, even though he's Indian. And then he met Deep, who... Only dated... Only dated white boys, even though her parents would very much like set her up with a nice Indian boy that would possibly be a doctor in the future. Well, they met. They got along great. Mm. And I think... And and he actually sort of stopped being a douchebag and got real with her. And it was really nice. And I was like, okay, so this is just like... A front. A front. This is a protection. I get it. Yeah. I mean, you're horrible, but I get it. But then the moment that they met, he just went right back to it. And it was just... Well, keep in mind, and I remember (laughs) making a, a quiet inventory of this to myself when they finally met in person they come up to hug each other and give each other a kiss and what does he do grabs her by the ass yeah which is kneading bread on her ass <coughs> so uh, gross you and I when we met when we were teenagers had a, uh, a connection that grew pretty rapidly and our first kiss I didn't grab your ass yeah, that would have been weird. Might have been the second one. But it wasn't the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I, I immediately thought to myself seeing that one. Okay, there's something wrong with this guy. I don't know what it is. And maybe it's just a tick. Maybe he's just doing it for the camera. I don't know. But something's wrong. And I'll be damned if I wasn't right. Because it just gets worse from there. Because the refrain that he keeps going on with throughout this entire season... Is that is, he doesn't feel this like overwhelming passion for her. This overwhelming physical attraction for her. He keeps using these animal attraction, uh, physical desire, blah, blah, blah. He, he doesn't find you sexually attractive. Full stop. That's what he's saying. I don't even think it was that, really, honestly. I think more to the point, I think that this was the type of girl that his family wanted him to bring home. And when he did... It was very evident oh, sure. that his family was happy. Wow. And I think that that scared the shit out of him. That all of a sudden, Shake had to look at the rest of his life. Impossible. And he didn't want to be there. He was, he was still wanting to be out partying and blah, blah. And I'm a DJ. You're not yeah, really yeah, a DJ, right. dude. But, you know, all that bullshit. Yeah. And you know what? That's fine, dude. You are not ready for this. I do not know why. And they even asked this. Nicholas and, and mm. Vanessa asked him, why did you even sign up for this? Right. Because he clearly, and they said, you clearly weren't ready for this. So why? Yeah. And he was like, well, maybe I should have signed up for something else and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, love is blurry or something like that. Or some shit. <laughs> they were making fun of him and they were like, Oh, maybe love is blurry. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Shake at one point was trying so hard to come off as whatever character he's created in his head. He oh, said, it just got worse and worse. I had to write this down. I paused it, rewound it, made sure <laughs> I got it all right. Because he said the following. And I quote, I want to fuck you emotionally before I actually fuck you. Before I find out that you're good in bed, I want to find out you're good in head, unquote. Gross. That is the douchiest thing that's ever happened in recorded media. Gross. 
He's so douchey. It is so, so awful. And she didn't deserve it. No. And at the wedding, she was like, I can't marry you because I deserve better. And I believe that Deep got this information well in advance of this wedding. And she was ready to serve up this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And that only to made... To the nation. Yeah, yeah, here you go. Egg all over his face in the most dramatic fashion. She didn't do it in a dramatic fashion. She did it in a dramatic setting. Yeah. Calmly, dispassionately, read his ass, left him standing, and he didn't know what to do with himself. And I fully believe she knew that days in advance. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. She talked to her parents about it. She, Which, she's yeah. already a sweet person. She's already a caring person by all... Um, yeah. By everyone that ever knew her on this show that talked about her. Uh, an incredible person. Every single person liked her. Attractive person. A beautiful person inside and out. Which she is, apparently. Everybody hated him. Everyone hated <laughs> But... The fact that she was like, all right, I'm going to play this little long game with you, dumbass, and sir, and show the world who you are, mm-hmm. was just chef's kiss. It was beautiful. It uh, just made her more attractive. I'm like, oh, look at you. Yes. Look at that. Yes. Look at that little darkness you can use. Good She's for like, you. like, you chose you. Good job. <laughs> yeah. And in the face of it, he completely melted and every mass slipped and crashed on the ground. To the point that in the reunion, he kept trying to, like, frame himself. Well, maybe I'm the villain. No, 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 no. You want to play the bad guy so you can, like, then possibly have more eyes on you in a reality TV world. Because that's how that shit works. Yeah. If you're a good villain, people will love to hate you. Like, to hate watching you. He's not a good villain. You're not a good villain. You're an asshole. You're a shallow, posing jack-off. And. Everyone see it. You're not even clever about it. No. (coughs) It'd be one thing if you were, like... Clever. No. Like, there are lots of people out there I love to hate because of the fact that they are, like, super clever about it. Of course. Like, maybe have some really good zingers and... Right. Know how to play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Know how to keep you watching. You know, that's an invaluable character or or a piece of talent to have on a show. Shake would go in the category of unwatchable. Correct. With Noella. Noella. Yes, very much so. Maybe Um, they could get together. Reference OC for that. The worst cast member in the history of this franchise. They could get franchise. together. Yeah, that'd be something. He's not rich enough for her, but... No. Oh, no. <coughs> anyway. I'm sorry, my throat is just tickling today. It was... It was a hell of a show. It was a hell of a run. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Can't yeah. recommend it enough. Yeah. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. So, One and two. Yeah. While we're still on Netflix, we uh, also... Consumed with both hands, all is selling sunset. Oh, during the pandemic, we consumed season one and two like in two days. Yeah. Then season three just came out, yeah. and we watched that. And season four is about to come out in on April twenty yeah. April April first, something like that. Sometime in April. Sometime in April, really close. And uh, you know, the premise of this, I wouldn't have thought I would have been so into. If it weren't for the people in the show. Yeah. You know, Christine. Of course. Our, our lovely goth, goth Barbie. Of course. We yeah. love her so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the drama with Chriselle. Yeah. And I don't like Chriselle at all. No, no, nor but should you. 
But uh, seeing the homes is very secondary to it to me. I mean, it's still awesome to watch. I think it's a very important part of the of why the show works because you have that lifestyles rich and famous element. Yes, that you have to have with shows like this. Um, I'd argue with the housewives and this show, you need to have that flex of the money. To, yeah, you little know, glitter. It's, 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 to, a little, it's a little yeah. aspirational. It's dreamy. You can think about it and think, oh, what is it like? It, it, it helps. Otherwise, it's just people being angry at each other in an office. Right. That's not going to work. To me, Adds it's well. compelling. It's compelling because of that. It's actually made me think <clears> that I would like to delve into the whole, like, um, oh, Bravo one. Of oh, the realtors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, yeah, because it, it does the same thing and adds the element of competition. Right. Uh, for these these people doing what they do. So it's an important part. Not the most compelling part, but a very interesting part of the show. Um, yes, as you say, Grishel. I don't know how anyone watches the show and, and is a fan of hers, but I'm sure they're out there. Oh, I'm sure lo- lots of people like Grishel. Yeah. I don't know why. I, it, there is. So Whoever you hate on TV. Manufactured. If there's someone you hate on any of these shows, you can guarantee there are people that like. There are people that like Shake, I'm sure. They are. Oh, there are people yeah. that like to get me on uh, My Big Fat Fabulous Life. Yeah. And yeah. like, oh, you leave her alone. I'd get on Instagram about, you leave her alone. She's fine. Oh, she's not. Wow, they came out of the woodwork to like, come yeah. after our little podcast yeah, like, to tell you to leave them alone. And it wasn't even on a show. It was just a post. Because <laughs> I, I hate watch that show with such verve and vigor. You know, and I do. I can't wait for it to come back because I just want to... <sighs> it's because she's so, like... She is such a narcissist. It's shocking. She, she's such a narcissist. And she's so like, everything happens to her. She doesn't <laughs> cause it. She didn't do anything. You know, which is the reality way. I get yeah, sure, it. Sure. You know, everything happened to you. You yeah. didn't cause it. Nope. Sure, sure, sure. Got it. You know, but whatever. Anyways, it's in the same vein. But someone out there likes whoever you hate. Exactly. Like someone out there likes exactly. Noella. And I can understand them. I I. Well, I'm not going to be friends with uh, no, 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 ever. That's ever. a deal breaker. Ever, ever. Like, you could be a lovely person. That really might be like a barometer oh, for absolutely. how we choose friends. No, like, how do you feel about Noella? Oh, I think she's great. Get out. Get out. Get Literally out. Literally just leave in like mid-bite from a meal. Walk out. <laughs> Put your drink down half drunk. I'm done. No, I just throw the drink in their face and I leave. Uh, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Kimberly style, right? In, Kimberly. Right in, in whatever his name's face. Usman. Usman. Yeah. Congratulations on your, uh, your marriage <laughs> with someone other Usman. than what's-her-face, Kimberly. Anyway, Selling Sunset is a good show. It will make you insane with the shell of it all. But it's uh, very bingeable. It's very bingeable. It's very compelling. And it's got all the the backbiting and and drama you would expect over you know making a small thing a huge thing and and, and the competitive nature of realtors so you yeah. know it's good add it's, that it's in very good. yeah it's very good it's very good and they pump them out oh yeah and they also have a very good sense of knowing exactly what weight they're punching at and by that i mean they're not acting as if there's it's this monumental thing right it's not the serious business. No. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, right, there's right. tons of other things out there for you to watch. It seems like the twin twins, the brothers that own the, the, the main firm, Oppenheimer. Yeah, Oppenheimer Group. They tend to kind of take the steam 
out of things that get a little too overblown. Seems like whenever things get really serious, quote unquote, oh, they, they kind of come in and go, "All right, guys, knock the shit off." Right, and right, it kind of right. it, it reshuffles the board back to selling houses, right. which is an important thing that I don't think enough people uh, look at. But anyway. by the way, you have a job. Yeah. Anyway, y'all shut the fuck up. Sell that house. Yeah, sell that, <laughs> which is good. So yeah, and then we started watching uh, Bad Vegan, which we finished today. Oh God, my sister went nuts on this one. Oh. She called me the yeah, she called me the other day, and she was like. Have you watched <laughs> Bad Vegan? Have you watched Dumb Sucker? Dumb Sucker. Uh, Bad Vegan. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around this one on how this lady got taken in. And we we have kind of debated back and forth on this. Yeah. Because I'm like, I feel like she's really, really, really stupid. And I, I kind of, from her interviews, don't even get the sense that she truly still understands how badly she messed up. Yeah, I don't know. Because of how blase she is about it. Yeah. And her answers. And it just, when the producer asks her questions. And anyways, Bad Vegan, this lady who apparently owned like a a very, very popular by celebrities and, Mm -hmm. you know, everything. It was like a raw food. Yeah, it was a raw vegan restaurant. In the middle of Manhattan, so I think it was Manhattan. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So prime real estate. Um, you know, restaurants like this are a little bit like restaurants in American Psycho. One minute they're super popular, the next thing no one goes to Dorsey anymore. Right. right. It's one of those. It's one of those things. So they were the the flavor of the month for a, a second, and they did very well, and were doing very well, and for whatever reason, uh, things go sideways in this lady's life. And she meets Shane, this guy, this con artist. Shane Fox. Yeah, and things go really sideways. Anyway. She um, meets him. He tells her his name is Shane Fox. Correct. Then, midway, she realizes his name is Anthony something. Strangest. Strangest. He kind of gets her into this cult mentality where he just tells her, which I need to find somebody to do this for me, where I just call them up and say, wire me $20,000. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't do this, you're not worthy. You won't make it to the next level of immortality. Yeah, you have like this uh, weird Scientology level thing going on, and she was convinced of it. Yeah, he poses himself as a, uh, or poses himself as a uh, Navy SEAL into black ops, working for the government, whatever. All the things that someone who actually works in black ops would never say. I don't know. Maybe he ate the Navy SEALs. Yeah, maybe. A- a- that's what he meant. I ate a SEAL. Yeah, because this guy... An actual SEAL on ...was... Uh, like this... I don't know. I don't, it, it, you know, one of the ones we're going to talk about coming up is Tindler Swindler. And this is another one where it's like a con. Well, at least this guy was like... Handsome European. Yeah, we talked about this earlier today. And yeah. and and I'm a Bond villain. Like, okay, I, I hey, Fair I can enough. see how you entice some dumb sure. women. This guy, and she even brings it up early on in the uh, in the show. Where she's like, oh, I like the idea of a big guy, right? Well, there are different sh- shapes and sizes of big guys out there, as I'm sure you all know. 
<laughs> and you know, I'm a big guy. I'm 6'1", 270. I'm a, I'm a big human being. Bigger than normal, I guess. This was like the guy, but, but, that, the guy that ate the big guy. But th- there is a certain kind of quote-unquote big guy. <laughs> and then there's the guy that, as other fat guys would say, you know, he's the fat-assed big guy. Yeah. <laughs> the pear-shaped big guy, right? So it, the difference between someone being, oh, you're large but proportionate, and then looking like a fucking weeble wobble. <laughs> and that is what... This gentleman looks like he has a fat ass. Now, in, in and his, his shoulders don't match his ass. And no, anyone out in there, his defense, if you're heavier and a guy, and you don't want to lose the weight, here's my number one piece of advice: hit them shoulders, bruh. So at least you got well. At least he's got some broad shoulders on him. Yeah. <laughs> Saved my love life, my entire life. Like he's a little heavy, but oh well. Does have some shoulders on him? That's right. He'll give you them good, good hugs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not these, you know, reaching around you for them cakes hugs because... Dude, well, okay, like in his defense, at the beginning of their relationship, he wasn't huge. He wasn't as fat. As fat. Until he got ass fat. Ass fat. <laughs> no, and what she called it the meat suit, right? Yeah. From eating meat. Yeah, that was the yeah. Reason, that's what it is. That was the reason why he was fat. Uh-huh. And and he told her that he had to put on this weight as a as a testament to what he could endure. I don't know. It was so. It good. was bullshit. It was such bullshit. It was so much bullshit. It was so much bullshit that you're like, huh? Right. Like you couldn't even see the lineup. Like you're like, no. okay, I get how you got from A to B to C. Oh, and he also claimed he was going to make her dog Leon live forever. Yeah, because I don't remember the actual catalyst for. Her mental breakdown or, or or steps towards things not being great for her. But I remember early on in the series. Before Anthony. Before Anthony. She had gone through some shit. And she went and got her dog. And she got her dog. Because nobody and, will love you like a puppy. And, and that's true. And she really invested a whole lot of love in, in her life with the dog. Which I totally understand. But she was also single in doing this. Right. And, and you can mm-hmm. really, you know, focus a lot when you're this Apparently a very emotional person. Uh, she invested a lot in yeah. this dog. She was very fragile emotionally, very susceptible, obviously, to a lot of things. Apparently already, like personality-wise. Yes, yes. And then this guy comes along and is able to snow her to the tune of however much money in her uh, financial collapse. Her business being swindled out of... At um, the end of it, it was $6.2 million. Right. Swindled her her mom out of money. four hundred fifty grand, I believe. Yeah. That was included in the right. six point two. Oh, this schlub was able to do this. Uh, in the series, you realize there's more to him. We don't want to spoil it, obviously, but if you haven't seen it, there's more to what he did. Apparently, he's done this before. Uh, on, a, on a much smaller much scale. Much smaller scale, but similar tactics of... This sort of cult brainwashing sort of technique that works on certain people. And How the pre- they do it. And, and, and one of the problems with this too was that he wasn't just a boyfriend; he was her husband. Right. Right. So a a lot of the part of even when she felt like she was going to get out of it, she felt like, well, he's my husband. Mm. I gave him money of my own volition, even though I was brainwashed. Where's the law that he broke? Right. 
And therein lies. And then she felt like I what nobody was going to help me because right. technically he hasn't done anything, which I can kind of I can kind of understand being in that mindset because you know, hell, if somebody rapes a woman these days, they don't believe you. So right. you, of your own volition, volition, giving money to your own okay. husband, right. yeah, I can see where somebody's not going to help you. Yeah, that's the linchpin of this con, really. You just have to get that marriage going. Same thing with previous things. It's yes. Like, Got to get those legal hooks in so that things are blurrier, legally. Way blurrier. And... Uh, how it will be perceived from the outside, right? Yeah, and so she felt trapped. She felt trapped. She was already damaged to begin with for whatever reasons. They allude to her being uh, slightly more susceptible to things when she was young, because she was younger, when she was younger, rather. Anyway, it's a whole thing. It's a little uneven as far as these kind of shows go. Like, it doesn't go to the same depth as Taylor Swindler. Right. um, Of just how these things happen. Uh, In contrast... Taylor Swindler, you can sort of see how this happens. He's a professional con man who's made a lot of money off a lot of people on a much grander scale using many different people in his web to move the things around as he chooses. Right. It's almost like you didn't have a shot, lady. He's a, he's a shell game. Of, right. You uh, fell into this yeah. and you fell into the spider's web and spider going to spider. Yeah, one girl he's he's over here seducing. Mm. Meanwhile, he's already got another one on the hook who right. he's using her money right. to seduce the second one. Yeah, total Ponzi scheme, but of the heart. Of the heart. Yeah, but but it goes as far as like not necessarily even like all romantic. One of them was just a friend, right? You know, and and he wines and dines them, and he makes them believe he has all these things which uh, all the things that he was doing yeah were very convincing yeah where whereas this uh, strangest guy is like i'm with the black ops on a private jet doing this that and the other around the world and you need to go to egypt or wherever the fuck it was france or something germany germany, germany by yourself so you can learn blah, 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 blah. just so he can meanwhile get his hooks in her business it, no, italy. it was italy. italy was it italy it was italy yeah you're right Meanwhile, this guy's on a plane. You're on the plane with him in a private jet with a nanny and whatever, or what was presented as a nanny. <laughs> Turns yeah. out to be the mother of his kid. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And if you have to choose between Bad Vegan or Tindler Swindler on your watching list, I at least for me, Tindler Swindler all Tindler day long. Swindler. It was a bit of a slog to get through Bad Vegan, quite honestly. It was that, interesting, though. It was interesting, and it's and it's fascinating in its own way. And, of course, I went down a rabbit hole immediately on, on Google, uh, as I do with these things. Like everyone else does, I assume. But, um, yeah, Tindler Swindler all day long over that. But they're both interesting. And all of these, uh, Love is Blind, Selling Sunset, Bad Vegan, these are all found on Netflix. Right. Inventing Anna, however, that was on what? Netflix. Netflix. That's Netflix as well. yes. Now, this is not necessarily a documentary. All the previous ones that we talked about were like reality show documentary. Right. Uh... Inventing Anna is about something that occurred, and it was genius. It's It's really good. So well done. Um, Julie Gardner, she is, if you've ever watched Ozark, she's on there. Blonde, you know, very loud. 
you know, Appalachian girl. Uh, she plays Anna Delvey, uh, a.k.a. Anna Sorokin. Mm-hmm. And she does such a good job. I liked her so much. It's it's really excellent. And, you know, if you're listening to this show, you know about Anna Delvey. Uh, um, she pretended she was... Right. Well, in her description, she never pretended she was a German heiress. Right. They just assumed that was a German heiress. Right. She's like Jesus when people call him son of, car, son of God. What do you call me? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was so always she's somebody like, else. I don't know. They always just assumed, you right. know. And the the cool thing about Anna Delvey is that she just didn't like convince somebody that she was like going to scam them or something. She actually got into some of the uh financial and uh socialite sections of Manhattan that nobody can get in. Without connections, without know-how, without—I mean, she's not an idiot. Not at all. She's not at all. extremely. <clears throat> As they talk about in the uh, in the show, one of her early ins into society was someone who had an end to a lady of society. Right. And that gentleman was able to say, "Well, she has all the details." Yes. It's all about details. She knew how to dress. She knew what to dress, how to eat, all the what things. What wine to order. What wine to order, what food was this, what places were hot before they're hot. These, these weird things that matter to society, apparently, or certain sections of, quote-unquote, moneyed society, that she was able to pass off as someone who may very well have all these means. Yeah, no, but no one questioned no it. No one questioned it because it didn't look like a suit wearing her. Right. I mean, she even stole a plane, for God's sake. Right. And, you know... And the, a lot of it was just the will, the nuts of yeah. her to just be able to... That's right, I'm doing this. What? And the reporter, you know, it, it's it's based on Jessica Pressler's uh, article about Anna Delvey. And when she was cur- when she was in Rikers, she would yeah. go and interview her. And, and I highly recommend looking up that uh, interview... Um, it wasn't Vanity Fair. It was New York Post. No, Vanity Fair was the one. Rachel, one of the people she snowed, uh, was she worked for Vanity Fair and wrote and, her own, right, her own, not as well written piece. First person, not as well written piece. No. I read it and I was like, Ugh, this it was, is, it was her, it was all right. Her but... hail mary to monetize what happened to her, which good for you. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not a very good piece, but you you wanted to. You got some money for it. Yeah, That's you fine. want to make some chicken salad, chicken shit. So, good for you. That's fine. You know, you shot an arrow, it went real high. Good for you. <laughs> well, and it's even like when she's talking to the guy about the plane thing, and she's like, so I could just walk out there and get a plane? <laughs> and he was like, well, obviously not. You're obviously a civilian. Right. You know, and it's just like. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was in the details. It's all the details. So, highly recommend it. It's nine episode yeah. show. It's excellent. It's so well worth the watch. Um, it's really well done. Once, if that gets its hooks in you, then go ahead and watch the, the uh, Australian 2020 episode about Anna Delvey or Anna Sorokin. It's really good. It's really, really it's good. good. It's great because not necessarily... And, well, I'll take it back. It's great for Anna. You can see who she is after watching the show. Yes. And you can see the cracks in the actual person. Yes, yes. That are a lot yes. more evident than they are in the polished actor's portrayal because you can hide it. 
Right. right. But, I mean, my the question that just tells me everything about it, he was like, do you feel guilty about all the people you scammed? And her response was, tell me their names. I'll tell you if I feel guilty. Right, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, how do you feel about spending all this time in Rikers? I would never take away that experience from myself. I could never manufacture that sort of experience for myself. And she, this bullshit answer that when we watched it last night, I immediately said, "Did you catch that?" And I rewound it. Yeah. So just go to this. It was this complete run of bullshit. That if unless you're a reporter, uh, obviously that's that's completely hawk-eyed on exactly what she's saying and how she's saying it. Right. You would hear this if you're just passing at a cocktail party and wherever, at some vegan restaurant in Manhattan. Perhaps, exactly. Right. Exactly. Like you're like, oh, yeah, okay, great. But he, the reactions of this Australian journalist are just chef's kiss all day long because he's looking at her like, you're an idiot. <laughs> She's not an idiot. No. At all. No, not at all. Not at all. But because he can see all the, it's all laid bare now. He's just looking at her like, I can't believe you think, slash, I can't believe you think this works, slash, I can't believe it did work. It did work. And that's <laughs> what's most fascinating, is she was able to make these moves as she is in these levels of society that in your in our small, or at least in my small uh, way of thinking, having worked primarily service industry and construction jobs my entire life, like, well, if they're at that position, they have to know something. Luckily, I've worked long enough in my industry where I know they don't shit. Just because their name's on the door or they have more money in their pocket does not make them smart. And this is a lovely expose of society. Just because you've got the money doesn't mean you've got the brains. Someone did, right? Particularly in these ones that get passed down. Yeah. You know, Mr. Morgan had plenty of brains. That doesn't mean that his kids had a lot of brains. Exactly. Exactly. Unless you're Sonia. Don't but she touch knew. the Morgan letters. Oh my God, so drunk. But Anna Delvey knew how to exploit that. Yes, she did. And she that's did. how she got in. Yeah. You know, because these people who might have thought that she wasn't an heiress were too afraid to admit that they maybe. Yeah, you don't want to be that. You're not the sucker. You don't want to be the one on the outside right. either. Because yeah. if she is, you're on the outside. Oh, for sure. Yeah. As soon as you start to even question, you're, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. So, getting off of Netflix, then going over to... There's two more that we watched on the Peacock Network. Yeah, these are more are, suggestions rather than going any... Yeah. Into we're not really going to go into them much, but these are based also on podcasts. Mm. Um, the, it's called The Thing About Pam. Very good. Which was a podcast about this... It was a very short podcast, actually that we had uh, listened to on the recommendation of my sister uh, about a lady who was brutally murdered mm -hmm. and uh, there's a thing about Pam, apparently. Yeah. Is she connected? Is she not? It's a good podcast. It's done by ABC or NBC? ABC. Or CBS, one of them. It's like one of those. It's professionally yeah. done through a legit and it's news short. It's it short. Was, it wasn't very long. It's pretty concise in how it's done. Um but it was bonkers, so it's, it's bonkers, worth it. And I, re and I recommend it. Um, and so far, we've only gotten one episode into the show. Right, so. so we can't really go too far into it. Enough to say it is part documentary, part reenactment, where the reenactments are done by 
really talented actors. Yeah. Uh, Pam's played by Renee, Renee Zellweger in a fat suit, which is really good makeup, by the way. Really good makeup. Um, the other actress, uh, the, uh, her friend who's murdered is played by... Uh, I American, can't remember. The American mom lady? American housewife American or something, housewife, like, something that. like that. But she's good. I she's like good. her. She's, I like yeah. her. She was uh, also in like Four Christmases and things like that. Her like, husband is played by... Oh, I can't remember his name. He's a character actor. He's been on Law & Order. You've seen this guy before. He was the uh, main villain in the first season of True Detective, which is... My Gilmore Girls, I just adore that. <laughs> it's fantastic. He is a Gilmore incredible Girl. actor, um, and that season of True Detective, should you doubt me on this, uh, will change your mind. He is really something else. Yeah, I can't remember his um, name, but he's—you've seen him. He's been in bit parts everywhere. But he, anyway, he plays his husband. It's great. It's great. It's just someone decided if we're going to reenact these, let's get really great, really actors good and do talent. It. But same thing with another one that's based that's also on Peacock that's based on a, a podcast, Doctor Death. Death yeah. about, same, same thing. About a doctor who was uh, performing really bad surgery on people in Dallas for years, and uh, here we are, like lots of good actors, you know, uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, Christian Slater, uh, Joshua Jackson, Josh Jackson, yes. You know, so Pacey, so, from, Pacey Dawson from Dawson's Creek. So, uh, yes. So those, highly recommend. Go check them out if you have Peacock or, you know, have a friend that will give you a little login or whatever. But it's really, really good. You never know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I, I highly suggest that. Particularly Alec Baldwin. The chemistry between Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater is something oh, I didn't know I needed, but here we are. I needed it. They are such... I want a, I, I want like a buddy cop film yeah. between them now. Yeah. And this was pre the tragedy that befell Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Set of the unfortunately. Westerns. Yeah. That's awful. But it is very good. I think you will all enjoy that Have you, in case you haven't seen those. So anyway, anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you all again next time.